Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is the Ugly Samurai Podcast. Ugly stands for understanding your greatness and loving yourself. Samurai means warrior. And the whole purpose of the podcast is to help you learn techniques, strategies, or just get access to knowledge on how to create a better life and have better development on your on yourself. If you're if you're into personal development, this podcast is for you. Today I have with me my good friend Carlos Acosta. Carlos, why don't you say hi to everybody? Hi everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like Esteban said, uh, this podcast uh, will be uh, a way a medium for us to share strategies and concepts in which uh, we've we have uh, experience that might you know might help you uh, sort of like elevate. Uh, that 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 part of your life that you're struggling with, or perhaps we can share our experiences, and that might resonate with you, and perhaps give you some some guidance, some some and some wisdom in how to deal with uh, with life or how to get uh, certain results that you really want to. So um, excited to be here, and again, uh, right next to my mentor, one of the mentor, and my good friend Esteban. Ho- hopefully, you guys enjoy today's podcast. Nice. So the title of today's podcast is The Science of Creating Reality. Uh, For the first episode, we wanted to start there simply because the whole concept of the ugly samurai is to create a a better version of yourself, to create a better life for yourself. And in order to do that, I think you got to understand how we create life, how we manifest reality, how we create the things and the experiences that we go through. And I, that's where we're starting. So, <laughs> absolutely, let's, let's take it from there. And I agree. So, let's talk about in your in your own opinion, what would you say is the, the 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 basic or the fundamental pillars of creating your own reality? Yes. What would you say is like the most important for you? That's a great question. So, I've been studying for the past, I think, for the past, I would say, since November. Okay. I've been really trying to figure this out. Okay. Figure what out exactly? Uh, just the concept of creating reality. Okay. Uh, everybody goes through experiences where I think it's called like a wake-up call. Right. Where you wake up one day and you're like, my life is not the way it should be. Right. Or something horrible happens where there's a situation that's not, that completely took you by surprise. Right. And you're like, why is this happening? So I had a situation like that happen to me and it had to do with my with my daughter right. and I was like okay why is this happening right. this shouldn't be happening at least to me right I felt like that so I started to take some responsibility upon myself and realize what did I do how did I influence or how did I participate mm-hmm. to allow this to happen so not to get into the details of what happened right but you know, we, I was married to her mother for many years and we eventually got a divorce and we had a harmonious relationship with our daughter going back and forth to, to each home. But eventually something happened where my daughter ended up staying with her mom against my will right? and against a court order that we had. And, it, and for, you know, it's been a long time and it, it threw a monkey wrench in our routine. Right. And I didn't understand why this happened so this is this was my wake-up call i see where i wanted to say well because it it awakened feelings of anger Mm -hmm. i I would wake up angry frustrated 
And I didn't like that. Right. You know, waking up angry, frustrated, and also uh, I woke up and, and throughout the day I would have this background of a negative cloud in me. Right. And I and I and since November I said, you know, I don't want to live with this cloud. I don't care what goes on in my life. Exactly. If it if it's not going the way I want it to go, that's fine. But how can I still wake up and feel good, regardless of what's happening around me? So that's that's where it started. Right. That's where the journey started. So you asked a specific question. Right. Going back to your question, what what was the question again? Right. So what is like the most fundamental uh, concept, uh, in your own words, that would allow you to create your own reality. See, um, and just to further explain, because you you gave great insight. You said that you know I will wake up angry already in this negative state, and I'm pretty sure that carry through for the rest of the day. Yeah, you know because it's it's, it's a state in which you put yourself on, uh, and and you tend you know we're humans. We tend to to avoid uh, dissatisfaction, right? And we tend to seek pleasure. But if we wake up with this negative energy already, already in your brain, there. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, everything will go wrong. Traffic, you'll be late if you go to work. You know, yeah. uh, 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 discussions or disputes with friends, family members, your spouse. Um, and next thing you know is, you know, what am I doing? Why am I caught in this vicious right. cycle? Right. So I would show up to my business meetings yeah. already feeling this way. Yeah. So I was dragging and I'm like, I don't want to go into a meeting where I know I have to be at my best, right? but I'm carrying all this negative weight right. of what was going on there. There was other things that happened in my life that didn't go as planned. You know, there were some health issues that showed up. Uh, there were some other things that, that were showing up in my life, and I was like, okay, enough. Right. I want to... I want to change. Yeah, you, you need to change. That yeah, I want to change. Different. Yeah, I don't want life to continue like right. this. And I was waking up not feeling the feeling of fulfillment, right? And satisfied until I discovered that I was the one participating in it. I was right. the one contributing to it. Somewhere, somehow, I allowed it, and I, I, I created some of that. Exactly. Um, so, I guess the very first teacher that showed up in my life was Louise Hay. Right. Now, I've been in personal development since I was a young kid. I'm about to hit 40 this year. Right. When I was 13, I was given a metaphysical book by Connie Mendez. And I've been a student of metaphysics and personal development and martial arts, not by choice, but martial right. arts because I grew up in a, in a household where my father was a grand, you know, he's right. a master. Right. So he, in, as a kid, yeah. that was the sport. And for those who don't know, it's a black belt. Uh, what, right, I'm a fifth degree black belt. Fifth degree black yeah. belt. Five you don't time mess with him, guys. Five time black belt. Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I I've been always into this right. type of knowledge. Uh, you know, when I was a teenager, I bought a book by Tony Robbins, and when I first got a credit card, right. that was the first swipe I made was the a... investment. <laughs> was, yeah, it investment. was that. It was I went to a Tony Robbins seminar because right. I wanted to do the fire walk. I wanted to see what he was teaching. <laughs> yeah, so did I, you actually do the fire walk? Yeah, I did. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did the fire How did walk. it go? How was the experience? It was great. Yeah. It was great. It's, it's NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is his main thing that he right. teaches, but he calls it something else. I think he calls it, say, you know... I don't know what and Tony yeah. Robbins calls it different. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like Tony. I know, I like Tony Robbins yeah. a lot. Uh, I like I like his energy. Yeah, he's good. He's it's good. all about energy. You can say, yeah. and, and he uses his voice 
I mean, right. he uses his voice, his, his, his stature, too, to project that energy. Right, he does. Um, yeah, he's a great teacher. Yeah, it is. So if you've never heard of Tony Robbins, you should look into his stuff. Absolutely. Or just look into the Ugly Samurai podcast, because we're going to be talking about all these teachers. We're going to have books yeah, uh, eventually yeah. on the website. Uh, we're going to have clips and references. Uh, yeah. Things that might help you guys really take your game to a whole next level. Yeah, I have a, you know, part of the my mission with this is to give people a blueprint. Right. Or like a study guide or a curriculum where you can go step by step instead of having to figure it all out. You can yeah. just follow the steps that, we, that we're going to show. And exactly. it should be easy for you to get out of whatever funk you're in. Okay. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So if you're in a funk, you go to our website. And, and like I said, this is all free content. It's just going to be there for you guys to just take it. And it's going to be organized in a way that it worked for us. Absolutely. You know, so Carlos is going to share some of his experience and some of his journey. You know, and that's that's what this podcast is about. Absolutely. It's about helping the people that are that are ready for the message uh, or for whatever it is that the content that we're producing. Absolutely. That's going to help you. Uh, become a better version of yourself. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Seven, if you don't mind, let's let's dive right into the, dive in. the meat of the topic, right? Um, so when it comes to creating your own reality, in my opinion, I think that the first thing you must do is to be accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable for everything that has happened to you up to that time, up up to that time in your life, right? At the end of the day, we are a sum of all of our previous decisions, right? A lot of people like to blame external factors that, you know, that they cannot control. So a lot of people are like, okay, so let's say if one thing is your fi- your finances, right? People, which is pretty common, you know, people go and tell you, oh, you know, I wish I had more money. But guess what? You need to take, you need to step back, take a look into where you're at and where you're trying to go and develop a plan, right? So if you want to recreate or do a new reality, you need to start by being accountable. I'm like, okay, so I'm in this position because it's my fault. You know, it's my fault that I'm here. At the end of the day, nobody is is responsible. Responsible yeah. except for yourself, for your actions, right? So I feel like step number one is to be accountable. Accept the fact that, you know, okay, I have a problem or I have a situation that I need to resolve. Step two, I think is you need to reprogram your mind, right? Right. You so do. how will you do that? So the first teacher, going back to the first teacher, was Louise Hay. So she taught me, and, and now I've known about, about Louise Hay for a long time, but when I came back to her, her work, basically I was doing her meditations. Right. She has a morning meditation and an evening meditation. So the very first thing she taught me was to tap into the energy of being grateful. Right. Now, the awareness or the responsibility or the accountability, you used the word accountability, was I had to accept that my life was the way it was because I was allowing it mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I was allowing anger to be right. in my life. I was allowing, you know, uh, frustration to be in my life. I was allowing, you know, resentment to be in my life. Right. Because imagine, you know, I'm thinking, I'm blaming my ex-wife. You know, right. she's keeping my daughter against right, me. Right, right, right. But the energy I'm sending is this energy of uh, a negative energy. So the concept, the belief became, if you send down negativity, you get back negativity. Right. So how do you overcome evil? To overcome someone or something that's doing harm to you, 
you don't overcome it by doing right. evil. You have to do good. So, I agree. but this was something that I experienced. So I know I'm saying it here on the podcast, but I started to literally follow Louise Hayes' uh, strategy, which was or or her her uh, recipe right. was to bless everything in your life, literally, right. uh, to bless it. So I started to send thoughts of blessing to my ex-wife's thoughts of blessing to my daughter thoughts right. of blessing to the whole family right when i i would wake up feeling angry and upset why are they withholding my communication and my contact with my daughter but i started to do that mm-hmm. instead what did that do to them i have no clue but what it did to me was incredible right my anger left right because <laughs> just like when uh when when dyer said mm-hmm. he said that conflict Right, cannot survive without your participation. Okay. So if you're if you're feeding that energy, right, that's the energy that you're gonna get back at the end of the day. So, you know, again, it's cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. Right. You know, you get what you give. Yeah. So if you're giving and you're projecting this negative thought and this and this you know evil thoughts, guess what? That's what you're getting in return. Right. You know and. Not only that, but I, I do honestly feel that if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we get so stuck with the problem at hand with, that we forget to look for solution. Right. You know, we humans, for some odd reason, whenever we have a, a challenge or problem in front of us, we tend to fix, we tend to try to fix this problem with a problem mentality, with a problematic mentality, right. and not a solution mentality. Right. Because if you open yourself to possible solutions, then you sort of like open or you shift your par- your paradigm shift, your right. paradigm, right? Right. And you start seeing different angles. You start seeing, okay, uh, perhaps, you know, instead of doing this way, how come, you know, let me try it this way. Right. Like the great Steve Jobs, like Steve Jobs guy for me is one of my idols. <laughs> he said, you know, when you have a problem, you need to innovate your way out of problems. Right. You cannot try, you cannot try to just get out of a hole by doing the same thing. Right. 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 And I remember Steve Jobs said that when uh, Apple uh, had uh, had uh, some, some issues after he left and he came back. Uh-huh. You know, I think the whole economy, uh, the whole country was going to some, some sort of slowdown or recession. And, you know, everybody was cutting cutting back on cost. It's like, listen, guys, we cannot do the same thing as everybody else because right. we're going to get the same results as everybody else. And for I, for Apple to be iconic, you know, we need to innovate our, right. our way out. See, mind you, uh, Job also was known for this term called uh, uh, this reality uh, distortion field. Yeah, he did. Right? I remember hearing so, him talk about that. So I feel like he he fall, he, he falls in bet- like within this concept so perfectly because even even though he didn't have the concept, he sort of saw it. Yeah, he saw it in the future and he tapped into that frequency and he tried to look for alternative ways to make it happen. Right, making that reality happen. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean, I think I think that concept works. Right, the yeah. only thing is a lot of people. And again, it's, it's easier said than than to apply because, you know, sometimes let's say you, you're listening to this podcast, writing to work. You don't have no external factors, you know, influence you. But the minute you get to work where a lot of negativity happens, you know, sometimes you don't like to go to work. You don't like the people you work with. People stress you out, you know, then it's, it's the environment. 
you know, will put you back into that state. Right. Right. Well, let's talk about that because this is this is the science of creation. Absolutely. The science of creation or creating your life or creating your own reality, what you're experiencing in your world, in your finances, your relationships with others, uh, your your personal level of health, mm-hmm. how you feel. Uh, this is all being created by you. Absolutely. So I agree. Uh, starting with Louise Hay, she took me there. In a, in a sense of faith, having faith and just blessing things. But I wanted to understand why I was, what was changing inside of me? Mm-hmm. What was happening? And one of the things that the, she taught was, you know, say a hundred times. She said 200 times is not even enough. I approve of myself. Right. So this concept of self-love, which is part of the ugly samurai, right. is understand your greatness and loving yourself. Right. She's the one that inspired me to come up with the term ugly because she said, say it 200 times is not enough. Imagine that 200 times a day. You're saying I approve of myself. Exactly. Another version of that is I love myself. Another version of that is I accept myself. That is the very first step. Which is reprogramming your your, reprogramming yourself. Your mentality, right? Yes. And sometimes it's funny because you said 200 and people you know listeners might be saying 200 like you know you should have at least memorized it by then right but the thing is just because you're saying it doesn't mean you're internalizing it exactly you see what i'm saying so exactly. yes you're conscious saying it but subconsciously right you know that you know is is, is not going through right so the art of re- repeating the concept of you you know telling yourself listen i'm great i'm great i'm abundant i'm abundant i'm great eventually because remember you're trying to erase years of conditioning right which you can't do in a 10-minute session. Right. Right? So you need to okay. beat down on... Um, you have to really recreate yourself by, by reminding yourself how great you are at all times. Right. And again, by, by putting those thoughts into your mind that is going to allow you to see life and problems and, and, and opportunities in a different light. So the thing that... Exactly. The thing that I got from her and from saying things like that over and over again... It made me realize that to love myself simply means I need to make the environment that I'm living in, which is this body. Right. I live inside of this body. So I need to make the environment, the emotional environment. Mm-hmm. It needs to be harmonious. It needs to be loving, Absolutely. peacefully, joyful. Absolutely. I need to wake up and feel joy. Right. right. You know? So I wasn't feeling that. So that's what she helped me achieve. And she says to love yourself simply means to experience in the emotional environment all the goodness that life has to offer. Mm -hmm. All the goodness that life, when you open your eyes, instead of feeling all the hatred, anger, resentment, you know, uh, overwhelm, uh, stress, you know, but negative stress, you know, because some stress is good, but negative stress where you're constantly worrying about you're living in an environment of lack of love is an environment of of the opposite of love is they say is fear right you know it's fear so you're living in fear if you live in fear then you're gonna express that in your world exactly but i wanted to know more you know and and she helped me a lot i mean i can only imagine you know know? but 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 for some reason one day I came across listening to The Secret again. 
and you know when the secret first came out this was years ago we're mm-hmm. in 2019 now right I don't remember, but I know it was. It must have been at least ten years ago. I remember. I think the first time I saw The Secret, probably around 2011, 2010. Okay. okay. Almost ten years now. Right. You know, and then and it really had a profound effect. Well, because look, it was a stepping stone. Right. It was a stepping stone. Um, me personally, uh, I started with this. Well, I started with Thinking Grow Rich. Okay. All right. By Napoleon Hill, guys. That's a book. If you haven't read it, I highly suggest it to anybody. To, to go ahead and read it so I started with Think and Grow Rich and the thing is like once you open that portal hmm. you know and, and if it resonates with you trust me your life is just going to change dramatically right? right because now you see everything in a different light right so you get this wisdom in, in this book and then that wisdom just opens the door for, for more wisdom to come in and then yeah. you realize how much how, how little you know you truly know right you know? so so it started with Think Grow Rich. It led me to the secret because I remember, uh, I remember I saw a little commercial on YouTube and I was trying to look for the video free on YouTube and I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Only clips, and then finally, uh, I think Netflix. Uh, that's back in the days. Netflix was still uh, <laughs> the city bis- the city business part was still booming. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the 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 streaming side was you know picking up uh, some steam, but I saw it and I was like, wow. You know, this completely blew my mind. Yeah. Completely blew my mind. And, um, you know, I remember I started telling everybody about it, my parents, and they sort of looked at me kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? They looked at me kind of crazy. I'm like, okay, what's going on with you? There's a lot of uh, skepticism out there. Well, when I first, you know, looking at it now, going back from something that I watched, this content, I watched it 10 years ago. And then I watched it again after doing Louis Hay. Yeah. There was only one person that stood out from the secret. There's, a, you know, there's a right. lot of great teachers in there, right. but one teacher that stood out was um, his name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Right. He stood out for some reason. So I started to say, well, what are they doing now? What are these people that right, talked right, about right, the right. secret ten, ten years, years ago? ago? What are they doing now? Are they still doing things? Um, and you know, there's some horror stories in there too. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a guy that was in the secret that, right, 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 that right. something horrible happened. Hey, we're not going to focus but on him, but we're human. <laughs> exactly, we got human tendencies, guys. We're human, and, you know, and and sometimes mm-hmm. uh, these people that come in these documentaries or right. people on, on, on these type of positions, yeah. we we put them on a pedestal. We analyze we for, them, right? And <laughs> yeah. we forget that they're human. They have right. problems too, right? Exactly. You know? And, and 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 sometimes seeing somebody that you idolize fall from grace is devastating. Exactly. Because you associate it with that person, you just like damn, uh-huh. you know. So you step back and be like, wow, like so I feel like I was scammed or it's a gimmick, right. you know. It's, right. I'm over here trying to be loyal to your philosophy, and you turn around and you do this, right. you know. And but then again, it's just sometimes you got to take what life gives you at that moment. That person helped you to see things in a different perspective. Right. And move on. Then you have to keep moving on. You right. know, you have to keep reinventing yourself. Right. And keep. you should never idolize anyone. No. Nah. You know, you should take the good from everyone. Absolutely. You should read every book and take the good out of it. Everybody's a teacher. You know, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I got into into Doctor Joe's stuff. He's definitely come a long way. You actually put me into Doctor Joe Dispenza. Okay. Really good. I actually right. really like it. Yeah. So what he basically did, he broke down the science of Louis Hayes' right. uh, philosophy. 
and everybody, uh, every teacher, Napoleon Hill, and everybody else out there, they were functioning and operating over these principles. They they never really explained them scientifically. Right, right. So what Dr. Joe has done is he's taken the philosophy or the science of creation, and he's explained it with evidence. Right. So now it's not something. Why do you want to say something two hundred times? You know, say something like that. What does it do to your exactly. brain? Well, here's what it does to your brain right. when you say something right. like this. So here's a brain that's saying this negative stuff, and he shows a picture. They use biofeedback equipment mm-hmm. uh, and all kinds of equipment where they can actually measure the waves and the frequency mm-hmm. of someone's mindset. Right. So if your mindset is one of negativity, right? Right. if you're a negative person, negative thoughts, or if you're going through a situation where you're carrying resentment, hatred, anger, uh, overwhelm, they can measure your brain frequencies and they can say, they can just look at the scan of your brain. They, you know, science has evolved to the point where they can look at your, at your brain and they can say, you have this, you have that. I agree. You know, you have depression. I agree. You're, 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 you have this, but you know, even to our listeners, whether you agree or not, science has evolved to the to the point you can actually measure it. Where you can actually measure it, so yeah. you don't even have to. This is <laughs> this is not this is no longer a fiction. This is nonfiction now. This is facts. Yeah, you know. Give me one second. So guys. yeah, go ahead. So we 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 got a little hiccup on Facebook. I guess it stopped recording. Right. Go ahead and publish it. Go ahead and publish it, and we'll we'll rock with it. There you go. So we're back on YouTube, and we're still on the podcast. So, so this is what Doctor Joe woke me up to, and this created a level of faith in me or trust, right. where I can practice these these uh, meditations that he recommends and all these information because it's proven now. Right. So now that is fact. Right. And it's accepted by the science community. There's this thing called coherence, of coherence of the brain mm-hmm. and coherence of the heart. Right. So when your brain and your heart are not in coherence, you are you are creating disaster basically in your world. Right. So you're there's a part of your life that's not going the way it should be. And if you want to get it the way you want it to be, you need to learn. To mm-hmm. change your frequencies, right? So that's the science of creation, which is why we we title the podcast "The Science of Creation," be- because it is now scientifically proven that you can influence and create your life once you start understanding that you're the one sending out the messages. Uh, not not necessarily consciously, you might be doing it unconsciously, and that's what's creating. The life that you that you have. You know, yesterday I was doing some. Uh, I was on the web, you know, looking for content and ideas that I could, uh, you know, further explain in the podcast to drive this whole point of you know creating these realities. And you know, I came to these a uh, little video uh, where they're actually running the. Uh, have you seen it? Is the they had the the vibrational uh, equipment and then they put the salt. Yeah. Change the vibration yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, see yeah. the salt forming with these asymmetrical shapes. Yeah. And that, that's called resonance. You know, and 
actually, I didn't know that was the actual term for, for that. So uh, it's kind of cool, right? So this resonance experiment, I would say, the higher the frequency, the salt will take different shapes. Now, if I remember correctly, the guy, and I took some notes in my phone, if you guys don't mind, uh, the, uh, the, the narrator said that, you know, science has discovered that our mind changes shape, you know, which is, this is scientifically proven. We can measure our thoughts, you know, with this biofeedback equipment. Uh, you know, and the science of the mind changing shapes is called neuroplasticity. Yes. Uh, we know it takes a specific frequency from the mind to move your finger, your arm, to smile. So when we understand vibration, sound, frequency, we understand that everything is energy, right? And then at that point, we can realize that if I shift my thoughts and my emotions, you know, I can generate a specific result because I'm changing my frequency. So it all starts with the mindset. It all goes back to the thoughts that you put into you, you know? So are the thoughts positive? Because if it's a, pos a positive thought, it's going to generate a certain neuro neuroplasticity, right? Yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to create some sort of pattern. Yeah. It's going to rewire your brain to look at things different. Right. So you start with, with the thoughts. You start with the right sort of like brain food, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You start and then you start seeing these different patterns emerge. You know, it's like... Have you ever, have you ever, uh, you know, like in the morning trying to rush out of the house and you can't find the keys? Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you, you're going crazy. You can't find them, looking for the keys, looking for the keys. And then next thing you know, they're on the table. Right. And you go, wait a minute. I know I looked, you know, I looked at that table. I know for a fact that I looked at the table. Right. But you know what I learned? That we don't look with our eyes. We right. look with our minds. That's right. You know, we only see what our mind wants us to see. That's right. That's why, like, a lot of these witness protection, you know, a lot of these uh, jury programs yeah. and witnesses, they all give you, like, different point of views. Yeah. Because you can only see what you know. That's crazy, right? Right. You can only see what you know. And at that point, if you haven't been exposed to the knowledge or, or the experience, right. how can you elaborate on something that you don't know that you don't know? Right. Which right. is kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? So... We're using these, like, so at the end of the day, your environment, your upbringing, and all the thoughts and all the ideals and, and, and mannerisms that, you know, your parents, your friends, your family members uh, sort of, like, put in you, that's right. what, you know, you, you grow up to be. Right. That's why if you go to your parents' house, you know, you open the pantry and you open your pantry. It's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's the yeah. same thing. You know, like yeah. for us, yeah. from Puerto Rico, so you're always going to see that. Oh, you're going right. to see Sasson. Right, know? right. It's so going to be the same thing. It's not a Puerto Rican house if it doesn't you know? have Sasson. Exactly. <laughs> but then again, yeah. and but we we sort of see the, 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 the chain effect. Mm -hmm. So we sort of, we tend to end in the same position as our parents. Right. If we want to change that, then we need to, we need to go ahead and reprogram ourselves. Again, with the teachings of Dr. Joe, right? Yeah, Dr. Joe, Louise you know, Hay, Louise anybody. Hay, you know, John, uh, you know, Jim Rome, uh, Bob Proctor, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of teachers that are promoting this movement because he works, guys. A lot, you can study any high performing, any any person that is a high performer, athlete, writer, actor, whatever it is, guys, and you and. <laughs> They all have the work ethic because at the end of the day, this, none of these work if you don't apply it, right? You need some action. You need some movement. You can think about it, 
But if you don't take action, right, right, it's just it's just wi- right. it is wishful thinking. Well, at the end of the day, it, it requires an action. I agree. But energy, be- right? But before you can act, mm-hmm. here's the thing: before you can act. So here's the thing. Let's say after a lot of people watched The Secret, you know, ten yeah. years ago, they they all thought that mm-hmm. all they had to do was visualize, create a vision board, look at it, and then it would happen. You know, but there was more to that. You know, there yeah. was more to that. And Dr. Joe explains explains it in the terms of frequency and vibration. Uh, and even uh, there's another teacher, uh, Dr. Pro- Bob Proctor. Yes, sir. He explains it like that, too. Mm-hmm. He, he actually says that before the law of attraction, there's the law of vibration. Exactly. So the law of vibration was something that The Secret didn't really emphasize on. It was focusing on attraction. Right. But if you don't understand how vibration happens... Now, Dr. Bob Proctor understood it Mm -hmm. uh, from his teachers. Dr. Joe explains it scientifically. Right. The law of vibration. Mm -hmm. How it actually... uh, How your brain... They actually have cameras in the brain. Right. Where you can create a thought. Right. And they can they can show what happens in the brain. Right. It lights up. And yeah, how it lights right. up and how yeah, it yeah. connects. How two uh, yeah. I don't know how what neurons two neurons connect. Yeah. and they actually have pictures of this. Yeah, when yeah, you I think agree. of something new, and and it basically is showing what you do. Right. We are creators at right. the end of the day. We are. We're creators, and you know the fact that you're a human being. Mm-hmm. I believe every human being was was born to create exactly you know to have an idea and then make it happen make it happen i agree that's it 100%. we do it all the time yeah we do it all the time we just don't do it for the things that we here's the thing a lot of us say i want more money right they say I'll, i i want more and they'll, they'll create a figure i want an extra thousand dollars right. a month and i use money because we can measure numbers yeah, absolutely. easily absolutely we can measure numbers easily so you know, all these teachers teach that the energy of wanting, it creates more wanting. Right. So you're always going to want instead of, this is why gratitude is so so important. Mm-hmm. Added, uh, uh, gratitude gets rid of the energy of wanting. Right. Now, I'm not saying wanting something from the sense of ambition right. is wrong. It's not wrong. You know, you have to be aware that I need an extra thousand dollars, right, right? Right. So now you have the awareness, but you don't want to be in a state or in the feeling of the thousand dollar is there, right? And I'm here, and I don't have access to. It. I want it, and right. I can't get to it. Right. You see, so you have to get from that mentality to the attitude of gratitude, where you mm-hmm. say, "I accept the fact that I can earn an extra thousand dollars a month." Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy and thankful that I have the mind to create this. Right. Now let's create it. Right. So you start innovating. Right. It's a different... Yeah, it's, it's a, a different... It's, it's a, a different, different program. program. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So... And I agree. And again, people try to force themselves into wanting that $1,000, right? Using that analogy. Right. Again. And and like you said, you know, always... Me, myself, I'm always grateful, but I'm never satisfied. Okay. Right? I always said that. And I, I believe I shared that with you earlier today. And the reason is because if we, if, if we are creator, you know, and we're meant to create, you know, 
I think that our purpose in this world is to give the world the best of what we can give. Right. Right? So if you can add value in whatever way possible, you know, go ahead and do it. But this is a thing uh, that I feel is our our main uh, issue, that we tend to trade uh, creativity for comfort, right? Mm-hmm. For for a steady, for example, using the $1,000 analogy again, people would rather stay at a job that they hate, but they know they can get that $1,000 guaranteed in the, in the form of a paycheck, right? you know, than to go out there by themselves, find a way of, okay, how can I bring the same value to the world, right? And get these $1,000 in my own term. I mean, the thought of going into the unknown, people are that's terrified. What it is. That's what it is. And the people just, so they have that desire. Cause I, and, and I'm very, I'm pretty sure that everybody has this desire of a goal inside of them that they always want to accomplish. Right. You know, and if you talk to a lot of older people, you know, you can see the regret that they have of not pursuing right. those dreams. Right? right. So I feel that, you know, I, I, some, obviously, if you have a family, you got responsibilities, a whole different approach. But do not sell yourself short. I think you should go for it. You right. know, like it's an illusion. Well, it's an illusion, but it's real. It's, it is very it's, real. It's physiologically real. It is very the real. The body, when, here's the thing. You got to understand that for the age of 10 years old, right? Mm-hmm. You're pretty much all your habits or, or your core beliefs. Let's mm-hmm. talk about your core beliefs about life in general. Right. They're formed by the age of 10. Right. Some people say by the age of seven, you have, you, you, they say that by the end of age of seven, like some of your innocence leaves you because yeah. you already know right from wrong Yeah, absolutely. by the age of seven. Absolutely. You should know right from wrong, which means you have a conscience, mm-hmm. which means you, 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 you know, you, you can already think things through. Right. Right. So imagine from seven or let's say 10. Now you got another 10 years, 20, that's, that's 20 years, right? Another 10 years, 30 years of you having certain core beliefs. Exactly. They become automatic. They do. So if you're looking into the science of creation, you're going to learn that there's this thing called the autonomic nervous system. Mm-hmm. And it, it's also known in, in the sciences of personal development as right. the subconscious mind. Right. The autonomic nervous system takes care of your heartbeat. You don't have to force yourself to... You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. Your heart is beating with, whether you want to or not. It's going to beat. Absolutely. You, know, you don't have to force it to beat or tell it, please beat more. Yeah. It just does it. It yes. keeps you alive. You know, uh, Lungs, breathing. Right. Uh, what else? Everything you act... Is already recorded in your autonomic nervous system or in your subconscious mind. So right. you you're thinking that you're making a decision now, right? But you're not. You're not. Did, you, that's so crazy. You, is that I mean, crazy? that's so crazy because it's, <laughs> I mean, you say that and then they go one step further. Then you know, start thinking. Okay, so like, how many decisions that I've made in my life are actually my decisions? Right. They were already programmed in there. They're already in there. Right. You know, that's the reason why, again, we tend to buy the same things that our parents bought. Right. We tend to believe in the same, I don't know, religion that our parents, right. you right. know, and we end up with the same characteristics as our parents. Well, let's go even deeper. How you treat, you know, let's say if you're married, how you yeah. treat your wife. Absolutely. A lot of that information is recorded 100%. from what you saw when you were little. 
or, or whatever beliefs you created when you were a kid. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. How you treat your children, how you raise your children. Exactly. You know, how you treat your parents. For sure. Is based on how you saw them treat their parents. Exactly. You know, so it's it's all recorded right. in your Let's let's call it the subconscious mind or the autonomic nervous system. I hope I'm saying it right, but yeah. the, the sounds point, right. It sounds right. right? <laughs> but the point is that I'm trying to make here is that how do you change? Because you said it. You said you know. Yeah. Well, everybody's afraid to change, right? But, but because now you're changing your old self, right? This is called an identity change, which is. Extremely <laughs> difficult. Right. Trust me. Because these beliefs... It takes time. So, it, the beliefs are supposed to serve us. Right. They're supposed to be our servant. Right. But after 20, 30 years of you already believing a certain way, yeah. they become the master. That's why they say that, you know, well, you can't teach the dog old, <laughs> an old dog, dog trick, tricks. whatever it is. You can't teach an Which old dog. Which is totally BS, guys. Like, yeah, it's this not is, true. This is a misconception. Do not believe... Again, well, I'm let me sorry. tell you. Let me tell you why you can't believe that. Because, like you said earlier, uh, neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. The brain is like an like a. If you ever put an uh, an egg, a fried egg, mm -hmm. it's the the consistency of an egg. Yeah. is so soft. Yeah. So you can move it around. Yeah. You can change the brain. Yeah, you can. So you can yeah, teach. You yeah. can teach an old dog. Yeah. New tricks, and the old dog is the subconscious mind of 20, 30 years of programming. Right. So how do you change that? You have to get into you. You have to get into the system. Right. You got to get into the. You can't change it consciously. No, you can't. You so, can only put the ideas, the the, the reprogramming ideas consciously. Right. But going back to uh, your earlier mentor, you have to repeat it enough that so your subconscious can actually absorb it and apply it. Because if you know, if at the end of the day, if your subconscious is not the one assimilating these concepts and these new ideas, you won't see the actions. Actually, I found a, a clip by, yeah, by, by Dr. Uh, Pro, uh, Dr. Bob Proctor talking uh, specifically about this subject, about how ideas uh, become who we are and how they reprogram our thinking. Um, while Esteban goes and looks for the, uh, for the uh, video, I'll go ahead and... Um, we're going to play, guys, about two... About two minutes, okay? I don't want to bore you guys with the video. I know you guys are highly entertained with our, co uh, our conversations here. Um, so just bear with that us. That alters the vibration of this instrument we call our... Dale, Dale. Ahí está. Okay. I went a little too far, but go ahead. The conscious mind works, how the subconscious and how the body is an expression of the mind. And as you go through that, if you go through it a few times, you're going to see yeah, that's exactly what happens. Now, I want you to think of this for a moment. When you impress an idea upon your subconscious mind, that alters the vibration of this instrument we call our body. See, our body is a molecular structure, really what it is. It's a mass of energy in a very high speed of vibration. Now, we invented a word to describe our conscious awareness of vibration, and that word is feeling. If you ask a person, you know, how are you today? They'll, they'll say, well, I'm feeling fine or I don't feel that good. I feel great. You never hear a person say, oh, I'm consciously aware of being emotionally involved with a negative idea. So therefore, I've moved into a negative vibration. But that's exactly what happens. So, you see, as we start to understand this and we become aware that we're not feeling too good, we can change it. Now, it takes a little training, but you can do it. We are really in charge of how we feel.
Now, we let other people upset us, but we don't have to let other people upset us. We don't need to react to them. We can respond. We can listen to what they're saying, and they say, well, you're entitled to your opinion, but that's just not what I'm like. And we can hold our own idea of ourselves. You see, it's important that we grasp how the mind works and that we understand the relationship of the body to the mind and the mind to the body. Now, it's our results. think about that there's dr proctor yeah man he's definitely a great teacher so i mean and what he's saying right there man the the relationship between the mind and the body and the body and the mind that's and what everything is about. connected at right. the end of the day i mean if you want results and you want to create because at the end of the day creating a reality is all about creating results right right yeah because well the whole point of creating a new reality if you're not going after a specific result right it could be, you know, body-wise, you're trying to lose, you know, you're trying to get more muscle, you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to gain weight, right. uh, relationship, you know, you're trying to be a better spouse, a better girlfriend, a better uh, husband, better wife, better parent, you know, financially, you right. know, as a business partner. I mean, there's so many aspects that you can apply this concept. So it starts with a thought, the thought becomes... The ideal, the concept, the concept mm-hmm. gives you the sort of like the approach or the attitude or the feeling. And then that feeling prompts the action. Right. Right. So yeah. I see what you're saying. So feeling. Right. We usually act out of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're yeah. saying. People say that. Right. No, don't, don't, don't act by emotion. Guess what? We all do. We all do. And, and, right. and what what yeah. causes you to buy something? It's very, a feeling. Absolutely. What causes you to have a wedding and get married, which you're going to get yeah. very soon. Yeah, absolutely. It's emotion. Yes. You know, if there was no feeling there, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Why people throw parties and do things like that. Yeah. It's because of feeling. Absolutely. You know, we all are looking for a feeling or we're trying to satisfy a feeling. So it's not really money that we're after. Right. It's what we think the money will give us. Right. The meaning we right. attach to the experience. Right. The feeling. I think, I think more than money, I think it's fulfillment. Right. Right. Because if you feel fulfilled, obviously you have all these different pillars. You have money, you have health, you have relationships, you have happiness, right? So it's, okay. I feel that it, fulfillment is is the, the 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 human's ultimate goal. Right. And you know, I think that's a quote. I think it's by Will Durant or something like that that says that you know, the majority of men they live life. In a uh, in quiet desperation, something like that. I don't know if you've heard okay. it. I mean, okay. I mean it's we'll, compl- the, you know, we'll look it up real quick. Yeah, put um, put Will Durant, um, uh, man, uh, discontent, something like that. I mean, but I don't remember. My apologies, guys. It's okay. Sorry. Let's see. The gentle philosopher. He said, "Let me see if I remember." Oh, the majority of men live life with quiet desperation. There you go. Okay. I mean, just take that and just ponder it for a second. The majority... I'm pondering how the hell did you remember? I you mean, know, like, you just say, well, hold on. I mean, and I, then know you access. I know it's right. in there. I know it's And then you accessed it. You right. Know? And, 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 and then again, you take that and, you know, and mind you, there's nothing wrong... Sometimes you know working at, at you know working at these jobs that you're not unfulfilled because you got you know at the end of the day if your if your if your goal is to put food on the table, right of your family 
mm-hmm. and pay the rent, then that's your fulfillment, then that's okay, right? I mean, at right. the end of the day, we all different. We all have different uh, objectives. We all have different standards. Right, right. We all have different standards. So, it's, you know, that's that's the thing with life. Yeah, and I learned that the hard way, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm the type that if I learn a concept that I like and I feel that it helped me, I want to share with everybody. Everybody. <laughs> and the thing is that not everybody is, is ready. ready. Yeah, they don't. Right? Not everybody has the same standards. Uh, you know? It's a long time. Not everybody has the same standards. And that could be, you know, in a positive way, right? Right. So it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Exactly. It just means that this is where their standards are yours are right here. Yeah. And and this is what happens, Devon. Yeah. So when you try to share with people, I'm like, listen, I found this method or this concept that yeah. might help you get better results out of life in general. Yeah. And and usually this person is older way older than you. Mm-hmm. They take it offensively. Mm-hmm. But you know why? What I figured is because you're attacking their ego. Right. Because you're saying, so you're telling me, you, you're, you know, you're way younger than me. You're telling me that I'm doing it wrong. Who right. are you? Right. That's how I see it. Who are you? Well, it's their identity. The identity and of, the beliefs of a person. It's hard. Who the, yeah, it's who, hard. They, who they are. This is where fear kicks in. Oh, absolutely. You know, fear kicks in. When you're changing, when you're really trying to create change. Your all body is going to grab on to yeah. you and is going to say, no, 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 no. You taught me for 30 years yeah. that this is the way I have to think, feel, right. and do. Right. I have to think, feel, and do this way. Right. Now you're changing it on me? Right. And you're like, yep, I'm changing it on you. It's teaching right. an old dog new tricks. Exactly. <laughs> so, and not how, only that. But how do, you, how do you change the animal you exactly. know, inside of you? Right. Because in reality, there's an animal living in all of us right. that is is basically doing things and acting right. things and behaving right. things. And if you want to th- see the animal right. in you, just think of the times where you've been disappointed of yourself, right. where you've behaved a certain way and you're like, damn, I really, yeah. I really acted inappropriately. <laughs> right, 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 right. I really acted. There's, you know, cer- there's certain, there's certain uh, uh, reactions and emotions that the human body has kept through yeah. evolution, right? Through right. Time. That's what I'm talking about. Right? Yes. So, and yeah, I completely agree. Well, it's called the survival instinct. Yeah. You know, we, sure. you know, we are, but in We're reality, designed to survive. Yeah, we're designed to survive. That's it. Right. And then, you know, and it's kind of hard for us in a, <laughs> in a society these days that we have everything, right? Right. We're no longer in survival mode. Supposedly not. Supposedly, right? But we are. You know, if you we think still about operate. It, we operate under that program. And and I feel that that's one of the obstacles, trying to overcome that. Yeah. Because I do think that, you know, we live, you know, at least, you know, here in the States, we live in a country where there's abundance everywhere. Yeah. Right? And if you're operating with a survival mentality yeah. in an abundant society, environment, environment yeah. then you're just closing yourself out to great opportunities. That's why people are scared of taking a risk. Right. Because they're scared of uncertainty. Right. They can't see beyond, you know, in the, into the future. And the fact that they cannot see what's going to happen. Yeah. That's what holds them back. You know, sometimes you got to uh, approach development and, and this, this science of getting your, your reality, like yeah. driving a car mm-hmm. at night. Right? Let's say you're driving through the hills. There's no light posts. It's just you and your car and your high beams. You turn on the high beam. Guess what? You can only see 200 feet in front of you. Exactly. You can't see what's beyond that. So you have to trust that little light that is shining in front of you. So basically, 
I, trying to take that analogy to and bring it to 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 the concept of what we're talking about. Right. You have to take a chance on yourself. You won't be able to see what's ahead, but you can only see what's currently in front of you, and then just keep plowing. Exactly. And then if you see a roadblock, you see a stone or right. obstacle, you adapt, you adapt, you innovate, you know, yeah. and you keep pressing. Life will always throw you obstacles. So you know, just because you're you're, you're solving the current problem doesn't mean you're not going to have any more problem. It's going to be another one, a bigger one. Right. But as long as you move like this, linear, up, mm-hmm. that's what matters. Mm-hmm. You know, but you will have up and downs, up and downs. It, I mean, that's just life. Without that, you won't have life. Right. So to end the podcast, you know, we're getting close to an hour here of content. First of all, I, I just want to answer the question, conclude with the answer to yeah, the question. Yeah, for sure. Like if, 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 you know, for the people out there listening... If you're trying to create change in your life and you're trying to change an area of your life, it doesn't matter which area you're trying to change. I would start by looking up. I I would start by using these specific tools. There's so many tools available. And the tools that help me and that that are helping me right now Mm -hmm. is using a combination of things. Obviously, I would get right away. I would get into Dr. Joe's stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, read Dr. Joe's dispensers material. He's definitely been helping me a lot. And I, you know, one of my goals now as doing this podcast is to have him as one of our guests. Yes, and absolutely. He can, and he can teach our audience. Yes. You know, I, I'm, I'm putting that out there. We're so, blessing that. In the, yeah, we're the blessing that, putting that into the universe. <laughs> we want Dr. Joe on the podcast. Um, but this is what I've learned. So you have to use something called frequencies, sound frequencies, right. to help bring the brain into a different state right. call. I believe, you know, he explains the different frequencies in the brain. Right. And before I let everybody go, I want to talk about frequency, frequencies and vibration real quick. And I'm going to play a quick clip since we're on it, where Dr. Joe briefly explains the frequencies. <laughs> The whole purpose of meditation is to get beyond the analytical mind. And what separates the conscious mind from the subconscious mind is the analytical mind. And so we'll talk about that in a minute. But we teach people how to create coherent brains. And, of course, we also teach them, and they understand that when they're resentful or they're impatient or they're frustrated, their heart also beats incoherently as well. So then is it possible then to train them to regulate their autonomic nervous system by changing their brain waves and by changing their heart coherence so then they can begin to transform themselves and transform matter. And that's kind of the model that we use. Next slide. Quick little overview on brain waves here. Uh, look at the top one there. It says beta brain waves. You can see they're pretty fast. Your brain's job is to create meaning or coherence between what's going on in your outer world and what's going on in your inner world. Most people function in beta brainwave patterns when they're awake. When they wake up in the morning and their brain starts making serotonin, uh, they start to use their senses and they're integrating everything through their um, senses and the brain's trying to process all that information into meaning. So they're sitting, they're feeling pain, they're tired, they're hungry, they have the light on, uh, they're doing a few things, and the brain's got to deal with all that information. So brain waves and the thinking brain are pretty quick. When you close your eyes and you uh, eliminate your external environment, as an example, your brain kind of slows down in brain waves because it's processing less information. So now you're in alpha. And alpha 
instead of the outer world being more real, the inner world starts becoming more real. When your body falls asleep and your mind is awake, you move into what's called theta brainwave patterns. That's a good place to be because if you've conditioned your body to be the mind and your body's asleep and your mind is awake, that means it's no longer the mind and you can fall right into some pretty quick changes uh, and reprogram um, those uh, we're going to stop it there because it's the going into a commercial there. But um, So Theta. Right. So I, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to create change right away, what I would use is this information, the knowledge of the brainwaves. So to get into Theta, the fastest way to get into Theta is to listen to a sound called 528 hertz. 528 hertz, uh, if you close your eyes... Mm-hmm. And the best times to do these is early in the morning, 5 a.m. If you if you wake up at that time, or right before you go to bed, mm-hmm. you those are the gateways to the unconscious mind or to the anatomic nervous system. The gateways open up around that time mm-hmm. because you be you know your body's tired from living in this field in the world. Mm-hmm. So you want to. This is what I've been doing. I've been right. using that frequency, 528 hertz. To get into the theta uh, uh, state of mind, right? right? Uh, theta simply means that your body's asleep, but your mind is awake. Right. So when you're in theta, you basically have access to your subconscious mind, and you can reprogram it. You can put anything in there, whatever you want, and you can also discover what's in there. Right. So you'll be like, "Oh, what the hell is this thing?" Right. Right. You know. Um, so I've had experiences already. By doing this since, uh, I think, early in January, December and January, I've been practicing just trying to get into theta, man. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. The changes, the way that I feel right. is the very first change right. is I feel more fulfilled. Right. And I feel that there's no separation between me and, and the abundance of the world. Right. So I feel limitless. It's right. this feeling of there's no limit. Right. I could do anything. I'm pretty sure that's a great thing. <laughs> it's an awesome feeling. Yeah. It's one thing to say it. Yeah. You know, we we teach our kids in graduation, you can do anything and right. be anything. Right. But imagine if we don't just tell them that, but imagine if you can teach them how to access right. that within themselves right. where they can feel like they can do anything. Right. So I'm being able to do it. And, and you know, it is my mission through the Ugly Samurai, to teach this to, to kids, too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, but going back, if you're listening to the podcast, use the 528 hertz. Mm-hmm. Um, play that sound, because it will right. bring your frequency. It will help you get to theta faster. Um, and then I would write down whatever it is that you're trying to change. So let's say you have a belief of lack, uh, you and you want to create a belief of abundance, which means... You know, when you when you live on lack, you're always having a fear that that you don't have enough. So if you have that fear in the background of your head that there's never enough money, there's never enough time, there's never enough love, there's never enough whatever, change it. And the way to change it and is to access that program inside your head. So this is these are the tools that I would use. I would use sound frequencies. Mm-hmm. I would use medit and and then I would write down a script. Right. And a script would be something like you finally are aware, right, that you have lack mentality. Right. 
So then you write a script of abundance mentality. You just write the opposite. Right. It's not complicated. So if you have the fear of, of there's never enough time or money, just write the opposite. There's more than enough time. There's more than enough money. Right. That's it. You write the opposite. And then you read that before you enter into the meditation and then you go into it. Right. Uh, I'm also going to publish with this podcast all the links to the videos and all the tools and meditations that I use on YouTube that are completely free for you to use. Yeah. So that's going to be published there. And Carlos is going to also publish some of the research. Uh, he's going to give me the links to all the research and the links on vibration and the law of resonance. Right. Because that was a really cool video. I yeah. think people should see that. Yeah, I, I definitely go ahead and share it with you guys. Um, then if, also, uh, if because you know at the end of the day we're all different, so yeah. sharing an alternate path to creating your own reality. For example, what works for me specifically is writing down your goals. Right. So I'm very practical. So you write down your goals or what you want. Oh, the thing that you want, you would like to improve, you know, step two would be to start and reverse engineering the whole process. So if you want abundance or you want happiness, study happiness, study happy people. You know, if you want to be uh, a better, a more social, study people that are very social, you know, wealth, study wealth. Right. So step number three is to then start reprogramming your belief from a state of lack like you mentioned to abundance because everything that there is is already here you know so all the money in the world is already here you don't need to create you you just need to tap into it you cannot tap into it with your current mentality because again you you can only see what you know if you don't if you don't expose yourself or you don't allow yourself to learn the ways of accessing opportunities you will never be able to break out of your current struggle or situation and step three will be to just apply consistency and discipline right and because this is going to be a a forever thing like you will never stop right so you are going to continue to 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 get better Uh, the more problems you solve the more problems you are presented with i mean it just doesn't stop so now if you want to supercharge it, you go ahead and take these two concepts, you mesh them up together, you start mm-hmm. listening to the theta waves because you're reprogramming your subconscious. You know, you, you write down your goal because you st- and you put it somewhere that you can see every single day because it's going to remind you of why it is that you're doing what you're doing, right. for, you know, right. and then surround yourself with people that are positive too. That's, that's another key. key. Yeah, that's people key. that are like minded, right? Because trust me, it's very easy to be negative, to look to, to look what's bad out there than to focus on the positive. So right. try to get, try to limit because you can't get rid of them. Try to limit the, the, those people that are negative because they, they do have a lot of influence on you. Right. And then just keep doing this. And trust me, you're going to start seeing results. It's not overnight, guys. This is not overnight. This is not a, a you know, get uh, mm-hmm. results uh, quick scheme. It takes practice. It takes time because you're reprogramming your identity. Right. To, to to express and to go after what you want, right? Remember, you guys are full of opportunity and abundance. You know, take you know take advantage of that. Especially, you know, th- don't limit yourself. Oh, I'm already too old for that. You know, I'm, oh, I'm too young. Like, I worry about that when I'm 30 or 25. Do it now. And trust me, 
you will see the fruits uh, of your labor. Yeah, and there's there's something that happens when you write things down. Yeah, absolutely. You know, using pen and pen and paper, I think is very important. Yeah, taking time because your mind works different when you write something down, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and using your imagination to set goals is key. I think mm-hmm. goal setting is key. Um, but the practice of meditation, where you spend fifteen, twenty, maybe even up to an hour. Yeah. I need to incorporate that. To be honest, I don't meditate. Right. I'll, barely. And, and I want to emphasize that all of these, all these tech, they're all tools. Right. These are all tools. Right. Right. So, but but coming from the foundational belief that we act based on whatever is put in our subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. That's how we operate. Right. When we're awake. Right. This is why meditation is important. For sure. I do not get out into the world. Until I close my eyes, mm-hmm. at least for 15 minutes, I pray the brain frequency and I visualize how I want my day to be. For sure. And there's Every day I have something that I'm working on. Yeah. A goal. Yeah. Like you said. We have to. Right. So I have a goal, but I don't just look at it and then go. No. I, I, I try to put it way in the subconscious. Yeah. So that then my subconscious will bring it to pass. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to... This is the experience I'm after. I'm still mm. learning this. Yeah. I'm after the experience where instead of me working so hard to make it happen, yeah. I'm after the experience of I'm working hard on myself. Right. And then the experience shows up. Yeah, you have to. I think that's the best way. But listen, listen again. I work hard on myself. And then when the experience shows up, like you said, you don't see with your eyes, you see with yeah. your brain. Yeah, you right. now start to see it. And it just is easy. Right. To go into it. Mm-hmm. It's not hard work. Mm-hmm. It just happens. What's it's easy? like magic. What's easier? Getting in shape or staying in shape? <laughs> staying <laughs> in shape. The yeah. same thing. So, you know, that's why you have to practice the, the, uh, these methods yeah. and disciplines on a daily basis. Because you need to stay in shape. Because when life comes and hits you that blow, which right. we all do have, you know, lots of a family member, your business, financial hardships. Right. You're mentally ready to cope with the situation, right? Exactly. Or you're in the positive, right? Emotionally or, fit. Exactly. Yeah. Or in the op- on the flip side, if you get an opportunity, you've been rehearsing, right? Right. So you know you have the mindset and the mentality to take advantage of that, right? Of that opportunity. I think that's something that we should talk about uh, in a in on the next podcast. Yeah, on that's another podcast, podcast, like opportunities. How yeah. come a certain group of people? have access to certain opportunities and others don't. Right. You know, right. what? what's the key di- uh, difference between the two? I right. think it's going to be a good conversation. Good. So let's, yeah. you know, let's let's close it. Let's close the conversation here yeah. with that. We gave everybody enough content. Yeah, yeah. Pretty content sure, and tools and access, <laughs> yes. you know, to the teachers that we've been learning from and, and our own personal life experience. For sure. We're going to be doing this at least once a month. And our goal is to do it weekly eventually. Right. So thank you for tuning in to the Ugly Samurai Podcast. Thank you, guys. This is uh, Esteban Baez. Carlos Costa. And yeah, where can they find you, man? Do you have anything? Um, absolutely. If so people want to follow you. They or? can follow me. Uh, the, my my Instagram uh, is uh, at Bebo, B-E-B-O, Acosta, which is my last name, A-C-O-S-T-A, uh, 87. Um, or Facebook, you can just look me up by my name, Carlos Costa. And, uh, right. you know, you can go ahead and just add me. 
Uh, no problem. Cool. And then for me is Fate Uno. So this is for Instagram, IG, F-A-T-E-U-N-O. And for Facebook, I have The Ugly Samurai. Just mm-hmm. type that in and you can find the content there at The Ugly Samurai on Facebook. Uh, and, and guys, don't forget to like the video, share the video. Yes. Um, your support, support. Is, is immense. If you have feedback, go ahead and type it in your comments. You know, give us feedback, uh, you know, topics of conversation. Everything is uh, appreciated. Again, this is for you guys. We're trying to get our experiences and our uh, the, the, the few things that we've learned across our journey and share with you guys, hopefully, to make you guys better or help you with uh, to deal with any situation. Exactly. So remember, stay ugly. <laughs> for and, sure. Yeah, stay ugly. And this is it. This is the first episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Peace.